Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Well, welcome everyone, and thanks for tuning in to Love Light. I'm Dr. Jean Marie Ferris, your host, coming to you live on the Voice America Network, shining love light into your hearts and homes. We're here to cultivate a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through worthiness. So get ready to immerse yourself in the vibration of love with our amazing guests, Healing Through Words and Art. You know, quote by Deepak Chopra, what keeps life fascinating is the constant creativity of the soul. I love that. I'm a writer and writing connects me to my higher self. And I'm also a connoisseur of the arts. Have you ever listened to a song or read a poem that spoke to your heart or delighted in a piece of art that shifted your mood as you examined the details of color, form, and beauty exhibited in that majestic work of art. Every time I travel, I bring home a piece of art reflecting or capturing memories of a culture, the people, you know, uh, flowers, whatever that speaks to my heart. And you can imagine what my home looks like. <laughs> you know, the arts stimulate our creativity, imagination. It gives us the power to express ourselves in our own unique way, and for many to bring joy, peace, and spread love and light in the world. And through my nonprofit organization, Life Care Wellness Pet for Angels, with partially funded grants from the Mississippi Arts Commission, we sponsored the Culture Arts Festival, Laughter is Healing, for the Children's Hospital, and it truly uplifted the hearts of children, family, staff, and caregivers. So through our lyrics, poems, and arts, you know, our guests today use their natural gifts to express their talents and to heal through their words and art to bring love, beauty, and peace to our soul. Both Rita Kwavunin and J Jazz Gill published an amazing book, True Grace. And on our uh, show page, there's a slide of their beautiful collection of poems and paintings that's available uh, until I think about August 13th. Rita is a published and award-winning artist and multiple number one international best-selling and award-winning author. She became a color therapist and studied therapeutic watercolor, which became her main focus going forward. Jazz has published in numerous anthologies, including Muse for World Peace, and her songs have been recorded by renowned artists. And she also supports the indie filmmaking community as an executive and associate producer. So I welcome to our show, Rita and Jazz. Jess, welcome to our show. Thanks for joining us today. A pleasure to be here with you. Well, thank you, Jazz and Rita. I, I lost you for a minute. Uh, Rita? Yes. 
Okay. All right. Well, thanks for joining uh, us today on Love Light. And, you know, I know when we met uh, at the Epi Awards in Manzanillo and we had an opportunity to, re- to really share and, you know, Rita shared her artwork and Jazz shared some of her poetic l- lyrics. And I was so impressed. They were, they were really sparks of love. And I'd like to know, uh, when did you start? Uh, maybe we we'll start with jazz. When did you start writing, and what inspired you to write? Well, it was a real pleasure meeting you, first of all, Jean, in Manzanillo, and it was such a highlight for this year uh, meeting you. And um, you showered everyone with a lot of grace and love. So, um, thank you for that. Um, I started writing when I was ten, um, and I. It was quite spontaneously that I started writing. Uh, It just came to me one night. I didn't think about it. I just, uh, a poem came to me and I wrote it. I still remember that poem and I remember writing it and um, connecting with the words and um, continuing. I just, I continued writing uh, throughout my teenage years. Okay. And then All right. I got really busy. Yes. Then I stopped writing because, you know, we have life and then you get busy. You get busy with family. You get busy with children. And then um, in 2001, I, you know, picked up the pen again and started writing again. And it just kind of evolved into lyrics and poetry. And it's been quite the journey ever since. Okay. Well, who was instrumental in your writing journey? Did anyone inspire you or was it just a natural thing that you really came in tune to in terms of the vibration of your soul? (laughs) I believe it was something natural that was, you know, just within me that, um, you know, had probably always been inside of me that came. What, uh, what, uh, who, who inspired me to continue my writing and they graced me with, um, support and love around my gift. That was my teachers, um, specifically Mrs. Reed. Um, she was my teacher from grade five to grade seven. Um, she had my poem published in the school paper. She spoke about my writing. She acknowledged my writing. And I think that's really important that, you know, especially when there's a young child around, you know, um, who's sharing their gifts, uh, you know, anyone who shares their gifts with you, it's important to acknowledge and uplift one another. And that's what she did for me. She uplifted me at a young age, recognized that I had a gift and um, encouraged me to continue writing. And in fact, I, my uh, principal at the time, he had written me a really nice note, um, you know, after my poem was in the little school paper. He, and I found that note about maybe two months ago, and it was from 1981, so almost 40 years ago, he wrote me that note, and I still have it, encouraging me to continue writing. Wow, that and is to, so powerful. And, Yes, it was very powerful for me at a young age because think about, you know, I was 10 or 11 at the time and, you know, the school principal writes you this note, you know, and sends it to your classroom and, you know, especially for you, it made a huge impact on me to the point where I never threw it away. Um, I don't know if he ever knows that, but it's, it's, it was very special. It was very, it was very special finding it after all these years and it just reaffirmed that, that, you know, someone recognized the gift. Right. At a young yes. age. And that, yes. that's so supportive. 
Yes, I, I love that because, you know, we really need to value and recognize the power of teachers and how and, and the educational community and how they really pay attention to us and our work. And they can really, you know, be that spark that encourages us to move forward. And you're so fortunate, even though you had that natural talent, but it sometimes it takes it gives us that special push when others acknowledge and recognize our natural talent. Thanks so much for Definitely. sharing that. And I love for Rita to kind of tune in and share what inspired your work as an artist, Rita. Um, what inspired me um, was I had a series of dreams over three mornings of an Oriental man teaching me to paint watercolor. And the colors were so vivid, vivid in the dreams. Um, it awakened me in the longing for for painting and for working with color. And that's where it began for me. Wow. And you, what, followed, just followed through, or did you have more dreams, or was that just kind of the beginning of your, your you know, being in tune to your natural gift of art? That was the, that was the seed that just mm-hmm. expanded in me. I had a longing. I went to the libraries to learn as much as I could about um, different types of painting because painting was never something I thought I could do. Um, but it just sparked something really deep within my soul. And at that point, I just knew that that was what I needed to be doing. Wow, that is so beautiful. Tell us what inspired you both to co-author True Grace. Can you, you know, just share what inspired you to come together and, you know, produce such a major <laughs> masterpiece, really, that speaks to our souls? Um, well, ahead, it, it, it was... It, go ahead, Rita. Oh, um, uh, both of us had already... Uh, Jazz had already written a lot of poetry. I had already painted a lot of paintings. And a very dear friend of ours um, had suggested, why don't the two of you work together on creating a book? And it was because of this beautiful soul who brought us together in our art um, is how our, our book expanded and where we are today. Wow, it, it's a beautiful book. How Tell us, how does uh, your work, uh, your poetry, your lyrics, your art, how does it heal us? How, do, and how, how does it heal us and how has it personally healed you or um, made you move forward on your writing journeys uh, and also in your artwork? I, I believe our creative minds are, um, are, are you know, what heals us, um, forms of art, they allow us to connect with what's inside of us. And when we're in pain, when we are hurting, um, we're in chaos, it is, I believe it's a vibration of words and, you know, visuals and sound that, that calms us and, you know, creates a space, you know, for stillness. And within that stillness, you're able to connect with, you know, your heart. And I believe that the creative arts in all forms, you know, um, creativity is different, you know, meaning for every every individual. But I believe it allows um, a window to open into your soul that otherwise would stay shut. 
and you get into a vibration that is very, very healing when you delve into, you know, your creative self. And or when you um, when you share your words, or when you create your words, or when you are immersed in the arts, whether you're participating as um, a reader, right, or as um, you know a seer for uh, art and work, it's it's all that that has its validity on its own. And when you're creating it, that has its validity as well. Mm, I love you, it. I believe it lets you step out of your chaos for a, for a moment and and realize beauty. And when it comes to words and poetry, I believe you know when you when you read something, and if you read something and it resonates with you on the same vibration, whether it's pain, loss, you know, betrayal, you know, um, sadness. That feeling of connection you get with the person who wrote it, I think it allows a lot of healing to happen because the sense of isolation is gone. Then, you know, you're reading words that resonate with your heart, with your feelings, and you, you know, I think ultimately you, you ultimately you feel a sense of I'm not alone feeling this. Somebody who wrote this also felt this. You know, you know, I, I so. love that uh, point that you're bringing up because you know it's not just reading about things that are just good or whatever. What you're saying is even if a person writes about grief or pain or loss or whatever, mm-hmm. it's still beneficial. Yes, yes. Mm, mm, that's yes. powerful. Yes. I love that. Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. It, it's about connecting with the fact that we we are all one. You know, in spirit and. Um, and when, when, when one of us hurts, you know, we always have others that hurt with us, right? And we have others that feel our joy as well when we're, when we feel joy. And we're all connected in, in, in the realm of our, of our feelings. Mm, yes, that is so true. And Rita, I think you shared with me a very interesting story about a sign that you created uh, for someone. Uh, could you share how, you know, your art and talents has, has really resonated with others and, you know, made a real significant difference in their lives? Well, I have a favorite art store that I used to go to when I was younger. And all of a sudden, I had this feeling that I needed to carve this store a sign. So I carved a sign. Um, it took about six months to get it the way I wanted it to be. And then I gifted it to the owner of the store. And years later, I was at an art show in, in, sorry, in Delta. And at the art show, there was another artist. And so I walked over to the art, and he was doing relief carvings with beautiful hand-painted scenery, and there were, like, doors that opened up, all made of wood, and when you opened the doors, it was a vista of this beautiful landscape, and I loved them so much. I told him that uh, wood carving was my first love when it came to art creation, and I said I, I carved a sign for a store on Robson Street. Well, he looked so shocked, and... I didn't know why, and he said, he said, told me the name of the art store, and I said, yes, that's the one. He says, my wife and I used to walk by that store every evening, and we would stop and, and look at the art, especially the sign and the colors, and he said, as a result of that carving, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing today, and I always wanted to thank the artist who created that sign. 
because I just loved it so much. And it was, it just blew me away. It was just one of those God winks moments that it, I'm just so grateful for that experience. Mm-hmm. I love that because it's like divine guidance, divine inspiration motivates you to do things or, you know, even gifted your work to someone and you never know how it will touch the life of another person. And so for some, you may never know or you never hear about it. But, you know, it's like when I write a book or whatever or share something, I always say, let it reach whoever it needs to reach or touch whoever it needs to touch. So your story is so magnificent. What, what other feedback do you get about your work? from others in terms of maybe how it has helped them heal? Um, there was, my first art show was in, uh, in Delta as well, because I live in Delta, just on the outskirts of Vancouver. And my first show was a show of therapeutic oil paintings. And it was in, at, in the month of 9-11. Um, after 9-11 happened, People just kept coming to me and telling me how much they appreciated my art and that it really helped them through that time. And even if I wasn't there, they would want the curator to let me know how much my work meant to them at that time. And I knew that it just really was important that I get my work out there. Mm, that is so beautiful. You both have been so inspiring and your book is absolutely wonderful. And I know it touches the hearts and lives of all you encounter and all who read those beautiful lyrics and see your beautiful artwork. Uh, Jazz, uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break in about a minute. Do you have anything that you'd like to share about how your poetry and lyrics have been healing for others before we take a quick break? Yes, I, I've, I've shared, um, you know, not my poems or my lyrics on social media, because uh, social, social media is such a big platform uh, used every day by so millions of people. I have started writing quotes a couple of years ago on Instagram and sharing them through other platforms, and I have had private messages from people that, you know, and people that I've, you know, met, and some of the messages are really quite... Mm. You know, quite. Um, I'm quite overwhelmed by them because you know it, that was my mission was okay. when I shared yeah. my words is to connect with other people and to allow them to feel a sense of uh, connectedness. But to okay. actually, you know, he, actually to hear them, you know, give thanks for that and to see and okay. hear about where they were in their space when they yeah. read the words, it, you know, okay. it's overwhelming, and I'm very grateful. Okay, well, thank you for that. And we're going to take a quick commercial break, so don't go away. We'll be right back with more from Rita and Jazz, authors of True Grace on healing through words and arts. And when we come back, we're going to hear some lyrics from Jazz. So remember those uh, titles of those poems. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Celebrate the launching of Dr. Jean Marie Farish's new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life. 
Connect with us on Facebook and join our Lover's Lane Feel Good Now community. And tune in to the Love Cocktail Minute. Relax, refresh, renew for support and daily inspiration. Life Care Wellness Pep for Angels, Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. Join Dr. Jean Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your communities. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love. Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love. And enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Ascension expert Judy Satori's Ascension Library will activate your true soul and human potential. Access a selection of audio-based meditations, energy transmissions, and live-streamed video events. Transform your reality with popular programs, such as the transcripts of Mary Magdalene, for heart-opening, beautiful, to radiate your inner beauty, and the body-balancing and physical regeneration pathway to become more energized. Ignite your spark and live a life of passion and purpose. Explore membership options to activate a five-day free trial. Visit ascensionlibrary.org. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back. You've been listening to Love Light, Living in the Spirit of Love with your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. And coming back from our commercial break, we'll continue with more from our guests, Rita and Jazz, authors of co-authors of True Grace on healing through words and arts. And we have a special treat at the end of our show. Jazz is going to share some of her great poems and remember those titles. So, Jazz and Rita, thank you so much for sharing your inspirational stories. You know, the arts really inspire us to, uh, to be courageous and express ourselves and be authentic. You know, what? talk about that for a moment. Was this an issue for you at any time? Because a lot of people get discouraged uh, about, you know, being courageous and sharing their their thoughts and words or sharing their art. What can you help us uh, with by sharing your insights? In regards to sharing uh, your your words and gift, it can be pretty scary because um, you're not, you know, when we create something from, you know, our inner depths, 
it's it's almost like you're 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 naked, right? Your soul is naked, and at times, I know for some people, many people, they keep their writing, their work very private, um, afraid of you know, what others will think or say. I think in my situation, I was extremely fortunate, which is why I really stress, especially at a young age, you know, if you have a child or you're a teacher and you're working with children in any capacity, it's really important to nurture, you know, gifts of one another. And if you see, you know, someone attempting to, trying to, wanting to, you know, write or create, you know, do art, uh, that encouragement is, you know, it's vital to their growth of, of their, you know, their creativity. Mm, that is and so powerful. A word, a, a word can set somebody back years. And I was yes. so extremely fortunate. I'm fortunate to still have this teacher in my life still. Um, but, you know, not many people, you know, have, you know, uh, that, you know, that person that sees that light in them and that gift in them and nurtures it. So I, I was fortunate to have that, and I think it's 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 really important that we live, uplift one another, and we use our words carefully. Words have a lot of power in them, and with a word you can uplift. With a word you can deflate somebody. So yes, it's really important when someone does share something with you to find some something positive to say, uh, you know, in a gentle way, um, because. You know, with all arts, we know it's all kind of, you know, subjective, right? Everyone has their own view on, you know, how they feel about different art pieces. And and, and I think to overcome that fear, I think it's it takes time and courage. And the more you share, the easier it gets, right? Yes, yes, and, that is so true. <laughs> and believing so- in yourself as well, too, also helps. You know, the more you believe in yourself and your gift, you know, it allows you to be more courageous and sharing with more people. Well, I don't know if this has happened to you, but it happens to me frequently, especially when I'm writing. Uh, I'll get inspiration when my when I'm quiet, like in the middle of the night, and I'm guided to write something or, you know, put something together. And, you know, sometimes I will wake up and um, make question or second guess, and then I remain obedient because I say this was given to me. This was inspirational guidance that was from my higher self. I have to do this. Have you had that kind of experience, Rita, Jazz? Uh, and, and Rita, Absolutely. just share, you know, even with your artwork, did, did you ever doubt uh, your art or you just flowed with it naturally? That's, that's how I feel as well. Um, the, the evening before I paint, just before going to sleep, I always do a prayer for inspiration, guidance from God, angels, um, for the highest good of humanity, so that the next day I usually wake up with an image or I'm guided the, to- the whole way through a painting. Um, and I know exactly what you're saying. It's, mm-hmm. it's really important to um, be grateful because there's a reason for everything. Mm-hmm. And I'll- we may not know it right now, but... It shows up later, and just to truly trust that what you're doing is is meant to be, and out yeah. there for people to see and hear and read. Wow, I love that. It's like your divine assignment <laughs> and uh, yes. fulfilling your desti- destiny. And what I find, I feel such great fulfillment 
and a sense of purpose uh, in terms of using my talents in my writing. And I, I love that. I really, and it has helped me in becoming more authentic and more loving of myself. Yes, yes. Well, let's look at uh, self-love and self-worth because that's a topic that we talk about on our sh- show. And how, uh, in your work, uh, do you inspire people with being more loving of themselves or feeling worthy? With, with my writing, mm-hmm. Rita, did you want to go? No, you go ahead. Yes. With my writing, um, I I try to write words and about experiences that all of us have, um, and, and that you know, I think is, is what really helps other people. And sometimes, you know, I will write, you know, about a death or I'll write about, you know, I'll write about grief. I'll write about, you know, um, you know, a sadness breaking up. And many times, you know, you know, my, you know, beautiful social media friends will message me and say, are you okay? Is everything okay? Because this is what you wrote. And I will reassure them that I'm okay. And I wrote this for, you know, many others that may be going through something very difficult. And, mm. you know, this, this journey of ours is, is filled with many ups and many downs. And, yes. um, that, that is, you know, and it's our low point that can, you know, take away, you know, so much of, you know, self love and bring in so much doubt. You know, and if I can hold that space when people are in that space, if I can hold the space of light for them, that that's really important to me. Mm, you know, I when love people it. are feeling well and they're on a higher vibration of joy and love, the need for them to to read my work is not as 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 vital for me because they're in a place of already being okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the souls that are you know searching and that are lonely and that are lost. Um, which is all of us at different times in our life. So it's, it, that, that encompasses everybody. That, mm-hmm. you know, it's for them that I want to hold that space for them, that you're not alone, that mm-hmm. there's somebody else that has gone through what you're going through, and it will be okay. So to shine that light for them. And, you know, there's a saying, you know, misery loves company. And, you know, we laugh about that quote sometimes, you know, when we talk to one another and if you're upset and they're upset, but it's it's not actually that misery loves company. It's that misery, you know, and, and pain and loss needs some company. Right? Mm, you need I love one that. another. That's beautiful. You need one another. We all need one another. And mm-hmm. um, you know, that is and, and many people are really scared at those times to reach out to other people. And those are the that's a, that that's what my writing I believe it takes a place of a physical person being there. Um, maybe maybe some people don't have a lot of friends or family they can go to, so they go to the, you know themselves. They go sit inside with themselves. But if they can read something that gives them awaken something inside of them, a spark, you know, mm, yes, that, yes, that that that's important. You know, mm-hmm. so we, we can be the spark for one another when we're high, and we can. You know, ignite that spark for others when they're low. Yes, I love that. Many are suffering in silence and in quiet desperation, and especially now. So the arts can bring a a sense of gentle relief and calms our mind, and we need this now more than ever before. Rita, what about you? What's your take on this in terms of self-love, self-worth, how the arts can help with that? Well, 
or your work in particular? When, when I was learning about the arts, I, I learned that through different processes, uh, different experiences happened. And so as a teenager, I discovered this in art classes, that if you created art out of the art itself, a whole other experience happened. Mm. Um, it took me to a place of healing. And with that, that part of the thread through my art is, has always been through the healing process and self-healing and healing others. Um, so when I started to paint therapeutically with oils, I, I felt that my art would help me, and it did, um, and it does continually. I knew that it would help others just from that experience. Um, and that's all I can share at that yeah, moment. I, I, I love that. I love that because one of the things that I realized uh, when you write a, a book or create a poem or piece of art, or, it, it, if you're putting your heart and soul in it, it creates a, a vibration. I remember my first book, The Long Journey Home, and people would say, gosh, I, it was like I was right there with you. You know, I was walking that journey with you, and I did not realize the impact that it would have, but it showed me that, you know, when I wrote, I wrote from my soul, and that vibration was still there in my writing. So uh, I understand exactly what you mean. Thank you both for sharing, you know, those insights. And we're going to, I think, uh, be enlightened with Jazz, <laughs> who's going to share uh, some great poems here. And Jazz, we're going to turn it over to you and let you just share maybe that first poem. And we'll share, we'll talk about what inspired you and then uh, the next one. So go right ahead and just just proceed. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much, Jean. The first poem that I'm going to share is called Light of Mine. And I wrote this in 2014, and it was a very transitional year for me, stepping out of one type of life and moving into another stage in my life and trying to continually hold the light for, me, for myself at this time. So it's called Light of Mine. Within the steps of light, I lay my feet. Reverence holds me in its spell as I walk forth, humbled. Tears pour from my eyes, once wells of misery that once confided me. Now the light has come alive. It breathes within me. It surrounds me. Truth holds me. I belong to its faith. Love is my master when I honor with its beating heart. The sacredness of self has been resurrected. From ashes of dread and grief, this light has come alive, an omen from the highest grace. The light within shall remain vivid, for now I live under its blessed sky. Wow, that is so beautiful. It, it gives me a sense of hope, and it just resonates love light. <laughs> I love that. What what inspired that? Yeah, just what what really motivated? You say you were in a transitional period, right? Yes, it was a transitional period in my life. Uh, um, I was um, I left um, a long term marriage, and um, it was a time when I was reestablishing my new life, and I was very 
I wouldn't say I was lost because I was fortunate enough to have many friends, uh, one of them being dear Rita, that, um, you know, many friends that were, you know, stood by me and uh, helped me through that time. And also my writing also helped me through that time. But I, I wrote this because I wanted to continually focus on, you know, the, the light inside me that I knew would, would guide my, my path, my way. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I've been very fortunate to always have that. You know, inst- you know, inside of me from the time I was young, you know, and that light um, that I have inside me, for me, it never, it never diminished. It never, you know, it, it, it faded for a while, but it never actually went away. And that's what the, you know, the, the, you know, the, the feeling of hope that needs to, you know, continually be inside of us, right? You are so and, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yes. And, you know, for, for people that are, you know, you know, going through transitional times and hard times, you know, it's really important to know that hope is never gone. Hope is never lost. Hope is always there, just waiting Mm -hmm. for you to claim it. Yes, I love that. We all go through transitional life experiences and, you know, our light gets dim as a result of those experiences that we go through. And you really, you know, uh, shared how important it is that the light is still there. It gets a little bit dim, but it's it's there. Share with us another uh, poem that you have before we go on break. Okay, so this poem is called Dreams Come True, and I wrote this in 2014. And, hey, the dreams come true. All your life you have kept me in the sanctuary of your heart, perpetually still and quiet, but always living, breath by breath, always giving. You hope that one day I will manifest to become real, to make you feel that you are worthy of having me. I am yours. I have always been. Deep inside your heart, only now you see that you and I as one can be. For I belong to you, I can only be if you let me. Hold on to me and don't let go. I am ready, just open the door. As I am am fulfilled, I will fill you with love and hope and gratitude. For you've allowed me to become your reality in bringing me to life. You now know that dreams do come true. Wow, that is so inspirational. Love, hope, gratitude. We all need that. And I think yeah. from that poem, I I discern we have the power within. Our dreams are there, and we have to move forward and make our dreams come true and move into this our new reality. You know, give up the old stories, you know, yeah. through these life yeah. transitional experiences and move forward in our lives. And this poem, Dreams Come True, give us that hope. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right. I yeah. love that. I love that. Well, I think we're ready for a quick commercial break, so don't go away. Stay tuned for more of Love Light with Rita Kwaglunan and Jazz Gill, authors of True Grace on Healing Through Words and Art. And remember, we have a real treat, a special treat at the end of our show. And remember the names of Jazz's poems. We'll be back shortly.
Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Ascension expert Judy Satori's Ascension Library will activate your true soul and human potential. Access a selection of audio-based meditations, energy transmissions, and live-streamed video events. Transform your reality with popular programs such as The Transcripts of Mary Magdalene for heart-opening, beautiful, to radiate your inner beauty and the body-balancing and physical regeneration pathway to become more energized. Ignite your spark and live a life of passion and purpose. Explore membership options to activate a five-day free trial. Visit ascensionlibrary.org. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change and flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Celebrate the launching of Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life. Connect with us on Facebook and join our Lover's Lane Feel Good Now community and tune in to the Love Cocktail Minute. Relax, refresh, renew for support and daily inspiration. Life Care Wellness Pep for Angels, Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. Join Dr. Jean Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your communities. It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back to our show, Love Light. I'm your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish, and joining me are guests Rita Quavonan and Jazz Gill on Healing Through Words and Art. And again, remember the names of Jazz's poems. We have a special treat at the end of our show. Rita and Jazz, you both uplift humanity through your words and art. And I know from the poems that uh, Jazz shared uh, in your book, True Grace, the slide presentation that we have on the show page that shows listeners your work and your healing, the healing power of your, of, of your words and your art. We are truly grateful. And I love the poems, Dreams Come True and Light of Mine. I think, Jazz, you have another one that you'd like to share? Yes, there is one more. Yes. Go right ahead. So this poem is titled True Grace. It's the first poem in our first edition of True Grace. True Grace. 
When all deeds are forgiven for every saint and sinner, when God showers his praise, this is true grace. When hurtful words fall on deaf ears, your pain in my eyes is mirrored. When all but love is erased, this is true grace. When glares are replaced by smiles, and for a stranger you'd walk a mile, and with affection every thought is laced, this is true grace. When we take the other's hand, woman, child, or man, and from anguish as one we brace, this is true grace. When there is no longer I or me, when life belongs to us and we, after the horrors some have faced, this is true grace. When the doors of hell have opened, but heaven has already spoken, we can see it in every face. This is true grace. Wow. That is so beautiful. It's amazing that you chose that poem because I was going to ask you both, what is grace? (laughs) And here you gave us this beautiful poem that outlines exactly what grace is. That is so beautiful. What inspired you both to, you know, really, well, for you to write that poem? Anything in particular? I I find that um, I really uh, have this like deep longing, which I think we all do. And it became more, um, more intense and more um, deeper as my, I went through my life transition and, and that is a longing to see a better world and um, you know, for the next generations and to do what I can and do my part in creating that better world. And there's, there's, the gentleness that needs to be, uh, you know, the focus of, of how we deal with one another, whether it's one-on-one, whether it's how we deal with ourselves. It's a love that we give ourselves, a love we give to others, and that amplifies through cities and communities and countries and globally. So this is, you know, again, my a message for, for everyone to know that there is a oneness in this world that we need to embrace and we need to embrace the the dark and the ugly and the darkness and the you know the negative and also embrace the light and only only in do embracing both can we can we heal fully mm, if we focus is, only on the darkness we we yes. can't bring light to the darkness if we focus only on the light then we're not healing the darkness so it's 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 a deep longing I have to you know in, in ensure that I you know do whatever I can, uh, whatever I'm trusted to do from the universe to to be able to serve this universe and to shed light where it needs to be and to uplift you know others on a global scale. And right now, the gift that I've been given is a gift of words, and I feel all of our gifts that we're given. And I feel like everyone has gifts that they're given. They're given to serve a, 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 the universe. And if we all serve the same universe with our, in, you know, like unmeasurable amount of gifts, what a world we would live in. Mm, that is beautiful. That's so empowering because 
I think we have to realize that all of our experiences, whether perceived as negative or positive, they all make us who we are. And everything, all is everything is meaningful. Nothing is lost if we use it properly. No, and and this is one thing that I hear a lot of people, you know, um, I, you know, I work in the financial world and I deal with a lot of clients and a lot of clients will come to me and, you know, talk to me about their life experience and they'll talk about a really negative experience in a very, in a very, very negative way about, you know, that they went through this and it was horrible and they made this mistake and they made that mistake and they wish they hadn't done that. And I, I always stop them and tell them like, you know, this, this is your journey. And in our journey, we're going to make a lot of mistakes. We're going to do a lot of good. We're going to do some bad. We, we're, we're not always going to be on a perfect path. But what we can always do is honor the journey and honor the path that we're on, no matter where it veers in our life, where it takes us. Mm-hmm. And, to, you know, to know that, you know, that there, the experience we had to have was for, uh, you know, there was a purpose behind the experience. And to continually honor, honor yourself and your journey. Mm, that is so empowering. Thank you for that, Jazz. I'd like to know more about your projects and things that you've done, uh, like Rita's Color Therapy, how you therapeutically help others with your art. Can you just give us like a brief uh, overview of your work and your endeavors? Um, firstly, I'd just like to share um, that my favorite piece of Jazz's incredible poetry is True Grace, the poem that Jazz just spoke. And it moves me on such a deep level. It brings healing, forgiveness, and compassion. I experience her message for all of humanity at the same time, transcending time and space. And I really love that poem. Yeah, um, it's beautiful. As, Thank as far Rita. as um, art, um, I've I learned all about color and color therapy, and through that process, I, I was guided to learn about therapeutic watercolor, even though I'd never even heard of such a thing before. But because it came into my mind, I thought there must be a reason why, and I kept asking different people about it, and nobody knew, knew or even heard of it. And then I met an art and play therapist at the BC Justice Institute, in Vancouver and asked her if she had heard of it. And she told me about an art therapist who was teaching this approach. And the next week, I started taking classes in learning all about therapeutic watercolor for about six years. Mm. I've been very passionate about it. Um, I've gone into many schools, taught many classes. Uh, Therapeutic watercolor have helped many students through the therapy of watercolor, um, and then one day I decided that I would bring that therapeutic approach into oils, and that was how my oil painting started emerging and all the art shows started happening. It's just truly trusting the process and letting that process expand in love and light and, and stepping forward on the journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how I got here today. Wow, wonderful insight. Wonderful. I love that, how you can, you follow your path. You took the classes and then you extended and helping with the schools and, you know, the story continues to emerge. I just love that. 
Jazz, what about your endeavors? Anything you have coming up or anything you're working with? Yes. Yes, there's, um, you know, when you start pursuing your, your passion, you know, a lot of a lot of doors start opening up. And um, so in 2017, through my, as my poetry evolved into song lyrics, um, I had my first song recorded called Preach, uh, sung by uh, artist and Canadian artist Michelle Jolie. And in 2019, she released my second song called Cover Me on her fifth album called Unconditional. And in 2018, I met uh, Carl Max Rousseau, who is a a Canadian artist in Montreal. And we are working currently with a, a producer in L.A., Mix, and we have released two songs already. One is called Will You? and the other one's called Everything. So they're on YouTube, the videos, and K-Max is a very talented artist, and he is uh, now working on starting our second album. So last year we finished our album, and we are now working on our second album, and that's going to be a journey that's going to unfold in the near future. As far as the films go, I was, you know, um, supporting, uh, you know, individuals that I met who are creating film, you know, in a, you know, on a creative, you know, on a creative platform to raise awareness for, you know, and to displace people in the world. Um, And the director is Javier Badillo. He's an award-winning director. So this is his first feature film called The Roads of Ithria. And mm. it's in it's in the it's it's in the completion stages right now. COVID has um, forced us, him to take a little bit of backseat in the release of it. And okay. yes, it's called Road to Vitria. I'm executive producer for that. Okay. And there's a mm. short film called Dominic Cord, which was released last year, and okay. it is written and produced by Jeremy Larue, okay. okay. and is about a gay country singer mm-hmm. who is okay. has to choose between his career and his love. Um, okay. This was based 20 years ago. So okay. it's to raise, you know, um, it's the, it's an important film right now. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it, it was with pride being prevalent and uh, love. It, we know love takes all forms, and it, oh. you know, and it, and we've come a long way. Okay. In that in that space, so a lot of all projects right. coming up with different individuals, a lot of collaboration, right. which I love. Well, well, thank you for sharing that. And I think both of you, you have a gift that you're going to give away. I'll turn it over to Rita for a few mo- minutes, for uh, moments, for her to share the gift that you're both giving mm-hmm. today. Rita? Yes. The gift that I'll be giving is an 8-inch by 10-inch watercolor painting. Um, and it is of a peony. And to... What I would like you to do is to message me on Twitter at Rita Koivunen, R-I-T-A-K-O-I-V-U-N-E-N, with the name of my favorite painting of, sorry, my favorite poem of jazzes from this show. Okay. Wow, what a generous gift. What, how can, so, Jazz, how can uh, people contact you, our, our listeners? Just give us briefly your uh, contact information so we can close out yes. our show today. Yes, mm-hmm. I, yes I have. Um, um, they can contact me through my website. It's www.jazzgill.com. My phone number is on my website. Okay. And you can also link message me through Instagram. 
Okay. And uh, they can also private message me there, and I'm on all sorts of social media, so okay. <laughs> easy to find. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you both uh, for joining us today uh, on Love Light. We have really been inspired by your message. Thank you, Rita and Jazz. Thank you, Gene, so, so much okay. for having us. Okay. Well, today we learn to open our hearts and our create to our creative talents, and and we know that he- they're healing. Uh, is through words and art. Share your insights from our show and love light practices that are on my uh, website, the blog page, www.jeanfarisjourney.com. Email me with your results and I'll share them live on the show. Tune in next week. Find your joy with Belinda Farrell. Thanks to our Voice America team for making this show a reality and shining their love light around the world. Be open to your gifts, ignite your creativity, immerse yourself in the vibration of love, and remember an empowered self is a loving self, and keep your love light shining. Thanks for tuning in today. Thank you for listening to Love Light this week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week filled with love, self-worth, and better connections.